Welcome to the Debt Free Journey podcast and I'm Sophia Cargis from Drowning in Debt. I'm excited to be able to share our podcast with you and hope you find the information helpful on your journey to a debt-free life. I'm Dimitri from Drowning in Debt. Welcome to the first episode of our podcast series. I'd like to thank my wife Sophia who's inspired me to share my story despite how painful it is with the view of helping other people that might be experiencing financial hardship. We hope you find it as valuable as we have in putting it together and we, we certainly hope it touches many people's lives and is a stepping stone for building a, a brighter future. So these are testing times and uh, rightfully so, people are fearful, uh, uncertain as to what this all means for them personally and their families. We've seen, a, we've seen effectively a shutdown of businesses across the country. We've seen all travel interstate and overseas effectively ground to a halt. These are unprecedented times and, and certainly times which will test people's financial resolve but also their personal resolve. A number of years ago I found myself in a personal crisis of my own as I'd accumulated $160,000 worth of credit card debt and found myself having lost the family home to survive. It was, it was a dark time, it was a difficult time and I'll share with you through a number of the uh, upcoming episodes components of each of that but essentially I'm hoping that by exposing my story and the pain it caused me, my family, my loved ones, that it encourages one listener to take action, to reach out for some support and find a way through what can be a very difficult and lonely time. I was embarrassed, I was humiliated, I hid it from family and friends and it's not something that we traditionally talk about. It's something that is certainly taboo within families, within communities, within friendship groups and something that I'm hoping will start a conversation more broadly around the fact that, you know what, it's okay to be in the situation you're in. It's not ideal, it's not something you willfully created, but certainly given the current climate, uh, there'll be more and more Australians and certainly more people globally finding themselves stretched financially. And I'm hoping again that this conversation helps start a broader conversation around how you manage your money, how you teach that to your children, to your friends, and essentially finding a way through and a solution for you that might help you get back on your feet. Each inquiry that we receive has unique circumstances to it. It could be on the back of a uh, job loss, it could be a relationship breakdown, it could be poor health, it could be being overcommitted to your spending, there could be a variety of different reasons or a combination of reasons which cause someone to be in financial distress. I haven't come across anyone yet that has uh, enjoyed being in that situation and many people that we deal with at that point are experiencing certainly emotional distress. Mental health is a, is a real issue for people experiencing financial distress and it's something that I certainly battled with on my own for a long period of time and had difficulty confronting and sharing with anyone close to me. There was shame associated with it, there was embarrassment, humiliation. I work in financial services, so how could this happen to me? I was advised to go through bankruptcy and something that I you know, decided against for a variety of different reasons which I'll unpack in future episodes but I guess from, from my perspective it's an opportune time to have this conversation more broadly. I certainly wasn't expecting the coronavirus to be sitting on the backdrop of our first episode but in many respects it's, it's timely and it creates a broader conversation about financial well-being, mental well-being 
and supporting each other through what can be a very difficult time. The unemployment rate is likely to go a lot higher than it is. People's cash flows will be stretched. All of the banks have announced packages to support people through it. So it's important that you understand what options are available to you. But again, more broadly, this is not just about the next six months. This is about ensuring your financial well-being beyond that. And there are measures you can take to put you in a better situation once we're through this crisis. We've supported a number of people into getting back on their feet when they felt they had no hope. And I guess my message is one of, you know, finding hope and finding light at the end of the tunnel. It's not about the debt that I'd accumulated and how I got out of it. It's the fact that it is possible. And if you are struggling, it's maintaining the hope and maintaining the light that you need to get through to the other side of this. It's not easy. It can take a bit of time, but there is hope. And more broadly, there's a better future waiting for you once you've taken control of the situation. Doing nothing will not address the situation. And again, I'm sort of grateful that my wife's pushed me to share my story with a view of touching at least one person that might not have to go through what I went through, the dark times, the distress, the disappointment, the embarrassment, the humiliation. But I can tell you, here I am a few years later on the other side of it, and it's uh, certainly a rosier picture. I couldn't have done it without the support of my loved ones. I've been resisting putting out the first episode of the podcast, wanting to get the quality right and the artwork right. But ultimately, I didn't want to wait much longer. I hope you'll excuse the quality of the uh, the audio and the podcast that might be coming through. But we will work on that uh, in future episodes. But I thought it was important to get the message out quickly, especially given the crisis that we're finding ourselves in currently, economically, professionally and personally. And I really wanted to give everyone some hope around what lays ahead. We may be confronting some difficult times at the moment, but we will get through it. These are unprecedented times. I think the government's been decisive in their response and I, I would encourage each of you to be decisive in your response on how you manage this for yourselves and your families. There may need to be a review of all of your expenses, cutting back to bare bones. You know, do you need the Netflix? Do you need the Foxtel? It's looking at what were previously considered essentials, but which are ultimately luxuries. Do you need two cars? You know, How do you create some extra work? Do you find some extra hours? Do you sell some things around the house? I remember when I was going through my crisis, I certainly Ubered for a period of time to help me come up with the funds to settle my debts. So again, this is a period where nothing should be off limits. There should be no sacred cows in the conversations with your loved ones. And it's certainly, I think for me, what's become really apparent is the conversation is a family conversation rather than it having individual components within it. It's important that if it's your husband and your wife or your partner, that you sit down together and come up with a plan as to how you're going to face the next six months. These are very testing and volatile times, but it's important to have an aligned view and ensure that you support each other through this and you will come out of it the other side better prepared. So again, if we can be of any support, please reach out. Dimitri at drowninginddebt.com.au is the best contact for me. Thank you for listening to our first episode. I hope you found that informative and useful, and we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you get all future episodes that come your way. Thank you for listening to our Debt-Free Journey podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to share it with family, friends or anyone who's experiencing financial hardship. We look forward to having you join us for our next episode.